So the reason that your urine is yellow actually isn't what you think it is. We're going to talk all about this today on Short Stories of Bacteria. So it actually has nothing to do with the how much water you're drinking. It doesn't have anything to do with the salt you're consuming, anything like that. It actually has to do with specific bacteria. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Short Stories of Bacteria. I, as always, am your host, the great and illustrious Dr. K. I'm here to welcome you to another episode of Short Stories of Bacteria, where we talk about all the lifestyles of the tiny and infamous, and of course, I am talking about the incredible bacteria. Welcome, 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 um, welcome new and old. Um, If whilst you are here, make sure you hit that follow button, make sure you share it, make sure you give us a five-star review. That really, really helps the podcast keep on going. Um, Thank you so much for being here. Now, in order to understand um, exactly what's happening here, why is it that our urine is yellow and not some other color like, I don't know, reddish orange, for example, we have to spend a little bit of time recapping exactly where pee comes from. Why do we pee at all? Um, That actually has to do with getting rid of waste from the body. So let's see if I can explain this a little bit better. So um, we consume a whole bunch of different kinds of biomolecules, right? We consume lipids, um, we consume sugars, we consume protein, right? Now, the lipids and sugars in particular we're really, really good at breaking them down. So um, pretty much every single one of these molecules, we can break down to a really easy to use molecule, right? And so as a result, there's not a huge amount of waste whenever we're consuming something with tons of sugar or with tons of lipids. So that's very, very cool. Now, on the other hand, something like protein, protein's a little bit different. See, protein is made up of things called amino acids. Amino acids, you may have heard them before. You're like, well, these are the building blocks of protein. Yes, yeah, so the amino acid is the building block of the protein, so that's very cool. But if you zoom in on an individual amino acid, there's two, um, I guess, two real fundamental portions. To them. Uh, te- technically, there's three. There's what's called an R group, which is um, it's a molecular group that gives the identity to the amino acid. It's kind of a tag that distinguishes amino acids from each other. There's a region that's high in oxygen, so there's a couple oxygens that are stuck together. And then there's the nitrogenous side. So there's a region with a nitrogen that tends to have three hydrogens attached to it. Okay? Now, this is all very well and good, um, but the body doesn't have a whole lot of really good ways for processing nitrogen. Right? We can use nitrogen in the form of amino acids to build up proteins. We do that all the time whenever we're building our own muscles. But if you have too much nitrogen floating around, eventually that nitrogen can be converted into something called ammonium. Now, ammonium, um, it's a normal occurring molecule. It shows up all the time. But the problem with ammonium is that if you have too much of it in the body at any given time, it can be really, really toxic for the body. There's some profound neurological problems that can happen if you have too much ammonium in you. Ammonium, excuse me, in you. And so the body has to have a way of getting rid of that ammonium. Now, the one way it does that, right, is by getting rid of a lot of the excess nitrogen that it has from these amino acids using something called the urea cycle. So the urea cycle, all that does is it captures some of the 
excuse me, it captures some of the nitrogen from amino acids and then converts that nitrogen. Instead of letting it turn into ammonium, it converts it into a molecule called urea. Now, Dr. K, you say, urea sounds an awful lot like urine, doesn't it? Well, yes, you are 100% correct on that. Urea does sound a lot like urine. And so that's one of the primary components of urine. So urea, right, gets shipped off to the kidneys and then once it's in the kidneys, right, you pee out all this urea instead of getting a whole bunch of ammonium. You pee out all this urea um, along with water and a bunch of other waste products. So to recap, how it looks is you eat a whole bunch of protein. The protein um, is made up of amino acids. The amino acids have these nitrogenous components. Those nitrogenous components could be used to make ammonium, which could be really dangerous for the cell and for the body, right? But instead, we pee that nitrogen out in the form of these urea molecules, which are commandeered from the amino acid in the form of um, something called the urea cycle. Now, like I mentioned a second ago, in addition to these urea molecules, right, in addition to these urea molecules, we also have a bunch of other bits of waste that we want to get rid of, okay? Now, one of these um, forms of waste are red blood cells, also known as RBCs for short. Red blood cells, right, they're the little... You may have seen these in like, um, in like a, I don't know, underneath a microscope or something like this. But um, red blood cells, they do a whole bunch of different things within the blood. They transport oxygen, which is really, really cool. And they look like these little like, I don't know, like these little red donut shaped things kind of. But anyway, these red blood cells, they break down like pretty much everything in our body, right? And so when they break down, we have to get rid of that waste as well. So part of the, or one of the components of urine, the stuff that we're peeing out, right, is broken down red blood cells. Now, this leads us to this fundamental question. Dr. K, how what on earth does this have anything to do with why our urine is yellow? And it has to do with these red blood cells that I was talking about a second ago. As these red blood cells break down, right, as they break down, they produce something called bilirubin. What is bilirubin? Bilirubin is a molecule. It's this compound right, that, again, is emitted by a broken down red blood cell. But what's really important about it is that it's a reddish-orange color, right? It's a reddish-orange color. Now, if this stuff was the primary component, was the primary component in, um, in our urine, right, it would, our urine would just be a reddish-orange color, right? But it's not, Right, So that's one thing to think about. The other thing about this is this bilirubin, if there's too much of it around in the bloodstream, right, it can cause a whole bunch of other problems for the person. Right, It can cause jaundice. It can cause a whole bunch of other symptoms. It's really, really bad. And so the body is tasked with figuring out a way to get rid of it, not only so it doesn't get jaundice at the end of the day, but also because we want to have yellow pee at the end of the day and not just a reddish orange. So something has to be happening here where the bilirubin is changed into something else. Now, this actually gets into um, the research paper that we want to talk about today. It came out just like a month ago, actually maybe even less than that. And it came from this really cool group of researchers at the University of Maryland. And what they were doing is they were looking at how, how this bilirubin was being changed. Now, it turns out that the way the bilirubin is changed is it gets converted into another molecule called urobulin. Urobulin. Now, urobulin, instead of being reddish-orange, 
is actually this yellowy compound, right? And it's urobulin that gives our urine the yellow color, okay? So something is happening, right, that converts this bilirubin into this urobulin. Okay, how does it go from bilirubin to urobulin? Now, this group of researchers in Maryland, they knew that it got changed in the gut, right? They knew that this urobulin was being produced from bilirubin in the gut, but they had no idea how this was occurring. Now, what they did is they looked at a whole bunch of bacteria that are found in the human gut, and we know there's tons and tons of different kinds of bacteria within the gut, but as it turns out within that group of gut bacteria, there were a whole bunch of different kinds of bacteria, including one that you might know called Clostridium, and these bacteria were actually converting this bilirubin into urobulin. Now, how is this happening? Well, it turns out the researchers, they found that these bacteria make an, a protein, right? And this protein they called bilirubin reductase. And what this bilirubin reductase did is it took that bilirubin molecule and then it cleaved it in half. It cut it in, into pieces. And it converts then that bilirubin molecule into something called urobulinogen. Oh, boy. Urobulinogen. Okay, now urobulinogen, what happens there is it degrades because it's not a very stable molecule. And so it degrades into this molecule, urobulin, that we were talking about a second ago, right? So what essentially was happening is there's a bunch of bacteria in your gut that when you have this, you start off with this reddish-orange urine, and then these bacteria by cleaving this bilirubin molecule using their protein, this bilirubin reductase, right, they convert the bilirubin into this urobulin molecule. And in doing so, it changes the color of your pee from this reddish-orange to this yellow molecule. Isn't that crazy? That is so, so cool. Now, what's really, really neat also is you can think about this in terms of therapy as well. I mentioned a second ago um, that if you have too much of this bilirubin floating around in your body, right, it can lead to things like jaundice. And so there are folks, especially the folks who have IBS and things like this, or just people with jaundice more broadly, right, where they don't have the ability to get rid of this bilirubin quite so much, right? And so in theory, what you could be able to do is you could introduce some of these bacteria possibly as a probiotic or something similar or you could just produce mass produce some of this protein itself right and in doing so you can get rid of this bilirubin so it doesn't pose as much of a threat to people so in short let's put a bow on this in short there's a bacteria that is present in our guts right now and what it does is it takes apart this reddish Um, orange bilirubin molecule, converts it into urobulin, and that's what makes our urine yellow. It is super, super cool. It's a good way of protecting folks from things like jaundice or IBS and things like this. And it's a really, really neat way um, about how much of what we are and what we do is mediated through bacteria. Um, I hope you guys learned something. I hope you guys had a fun time. I had an absolute blast. hope you guys did as well. Um, as always, don't forget to leave that five-star review. Don't forget to like, follow, share, and all that good stuff. Um, and I hope I will see you guys all again next week on another episode of Short Stories of Bacteria.